Thank you for joining us today and a big thank you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. Karen and I have been trialing their designs for a few months and we can happily recommend them. All designs are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Hi there, I've got a question for you. What would be your dream running and nutrition goals for 2023? And my second question is how will you get there? So today's episode's for you if you'd like to dream big and work out what would help get you there. So join Karen and I today to listen in about our strategies for setting goals so that you can make your dreams a reality. Hello and welcome to She Runs, Eats, Performs, the podcast for female runners of all abilities. Please join Karen Campbell and Aileen Smith, nutritionists, friends and runners, who are here to help you translate sports nutritional science into easy to apply tips and plans helping you enjoy peak running performance and especially adding in the female factors every woman needs to know to be a healthy runner. The suggestions we make during this episode are for guidance and advice only and are not a substitute for medical advice or treatment. If you have any concerns regarding your health, please contact your healthcare professional for advice as soon as possible. If you'd like help from Karen and Ailey to design a personalised sports nutrition plan for your running, please contact them at Runners Health Hub. Hi everyone, welcome back. I'm Aileen and I'm here with Karen as always. And before we begin, we'd just like to wish you all a very happy new year because this is our first fresh new episode for the new year, uh, even though we did have a couple of bonus episodes for you last week. Um, But we just uh, wanted to say yeah, happy new year. Welcome to 2023. And uh, if you're listening for the first time, a very warm welcome to you. And we hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, Many of our listeners tell us that you know, once they join us, they start looking back to see what we've talked about before and find previous episodes. So we hope that you find lots of topics that you'll enjoy listening to too. So we we hope you've all had some rest and some fun over the festive season and you're now ready to take on 2023. So thinking about that, um, our topic today is all about setting our nutrition and running goals for the coming year. It's a perfect time of year to look ahead and just sort of dream about what you want to achieve. So historically, New Year tends to be a time when people set new intentions. It's a time for looking forward, not looking backwards. Um, So this episode's for you if you're considering some new um, running or health goals, but just don't know how to start. So the motivation's there, uh, but how do you make them doable and achievable? And and next week, we're going to be building on this topic by uh, thinking about how you can kickstart your healthy food plan uh, for the coming year, which will follow on very nicely from today's discussion. So, uh, Karen, how are you? 
I'm very well, thank you, Aileen. And um, like you say, Happy New Year to everyone, to our, um, our our regular listeners and our new listeners as well. And and I have to say, Aileen, I agree with what you've just said. I do think a new year does seem to be a natural time to consider new goals, new aspirations for that year ahead in whatever area um, of life it is that's important for for the individual. But today, like you say, it is about setting our nutrition and running goals for 2023. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about why setting goals is important in creating change. Then we'll give you an introduction to the big rock theory, which you may or may not have heard about. Then we'll look at implementing the big rock theory to really to help start you on your journey to achieve your goals. Now, personally, I'm not because I think we regularly use the phrase New Year's resolutions. And I'm not a big fan of that phrase because I do think that it has some negative implications. You know, I think it implies that there are issues that need to be resolved rather than our dreams or our aspirational goals that we want to achieve. So I'm not very fond of that New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I totally relate to that, Karen. I I think that um, New Year's resolutions have that should connotation. It feels like a punishment rather than something you actually desire and and want to do. Um, So I think that's why many people who set New Year's resolutions tend to fail in achieving them because they feel that they have to and it's not something they're actually welcoming into their life. And I think the psychology of change can't be underestimated and the words and approach that we use can have a huge impact on success or defeat or failure however you want to describe that not being able to achieve what you want yeah absolutely and I can relate to that you know I used to always set new year's resolutions and my thought process was always I should do this or I shouldn't be doing that so um so I need to change it so from the outside really it was a negative process and I find that I never really managed to achieve what I set out to do you know within weeks or sometimes within days I'd kind of return to the the regular habits, the old habits that I'd been doing. So, so yeah, no, I'm not a big fan of of New Year's resolutions. Okay, so let's um, let's begin by outlining why we think setting goals is important in creating change, and and also in change in approach to our nutrition and or training. Usually, both go hand in hand. Uh, and as a runner, I, I think it's good to start with what you would absolutely love to achieve in the coming year. So uh, from an achievement point of view, it might be that you've um, decided that you want to enter a specific race or run a specific distance, or maybe it's about getting a better result than you have been before, or it could just be maintaining, you know, that can be the goal too. Um, And from a a sort of a being point of view, uh, perhaps you'd love to be injury-free or train consistently, or maybe you're more focused on changing or fine-tuning your body composition. Um, So it's all about supporting health and running um, in in whatever way you want. Perhaps it might even be that you're thinking about how you can support your running because you've 
got a health condition or maybe it's an age phase that you're you're entering into or you're in the middle of and you want to make that as good as you can be so i think at this stage you know your your goals should really be what i would describe as juicy or audacious exciting something really worth going for because the sky's the limit you know when you're setting goals it should be it should be something that um sets you on fire really um so some examples of running goals might be achieving a personal best. It could be entering an iconic race. Um, maybe you're aiming for a long, longer distance. You, you could be transitioning from a 5 to a 10K or a half marathon or something beyond that. Maybe you want to be a trail runner. Um, so there's lots of different things that could be your running goal. Um, if you're thinking in terms of a nutritional goal, um, ideally, your nutritional goal should support your running goal. Um, so examples for that might be uh, fueling effectively for training and races or achieving an optimal body composition, or maybe it's following a real food plan consistently. So all of those things would support you in your running goal. Um, and then within your main goal, you might want to think about breaking it down into mini goals. So for instance, things like introducing our balanced plate concept consistently, consistently being a key. Um, maybe it's about eating homemade food, food more regularly, or perhaps you want to introduce a certain style of food plan. So it might be a vegetarian food plan or a Mediterranean food plan. And again, you want to do that consistently because that's going to feed into your bigger goal. Um so that, that's some ideas about what goals might be. Uh, but I think goal setting is something that a lot of people forget to do. Uh, and that, that could be another reason that they don't end up achieving that sort of permanent change. You know, when we were talking about resolutions earlier, Karen, they, they storm ahead and they don't even have any consideration about the steps or the journey that they need to embark on so that they can you know, ultimately attain that ultimate goal. Yeah, and I think that is so true, Aileen. And like you say, I think change is a journey. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. So breaking the big goals down into smaller mini goals is 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 an approach, is a way to to helping you achieve that. And I think goal setting can be helpful in so many different ways. You know, I think it can really help with your you're looking at your long term vision. And then from that, giving you short term motivation. So, for example, your long term vision may be to achieve a half marathon. So your short term motivation and small steps that we were speaking about may be to to read blogs on on achieving a half marathon, how to achieve a half marathon, to read information and listen to our podcast on food and training for a half marathon. And also remember that we, we do also have that half marathon plus video lesson. So if this is something that... Um, that you would like your goal to be. We do have that lesson, which is a real steal at £29 and gives you lots of hints and tips on, on fueling for a half marathon. And um, what we'll do is we'll put the link in the on how to purchase it in the show notes so that if, if you're interested in that, if a half marathon is, is your goal um, for 2023, then that could be a mini step 
for you. But other ways of mini steps are like find a half marathon training plan that works for you. It could be that it's online or you might want to um, employ a a running coach you could maybe find a running buddy because that can be really helpful in in um achieving join a running club or um just to be, to begin your training so so you go through all these different ideas of of how to learn more about achieving half marathon and then starting that training yeah, great examples, Karen. So, I mean, you can apply that to whatever your goal is. You know, Karen's just been focusing on one example there, but it gives you an idea of, of what you might do to, to break the goal down into mini steps. So the, the other important reason for goal setting, I think, is it really helps guide your focus and goals can help you stay on track, especially if you break down that ultimate ultimate goal that we were talking about there into small achievable goals Um, and one way of doing that is to use a goal setting approach which is called the SMART approach and many of you might have heard of that before it's it's sort of a typical one that particularly in in the workplace people always talk to you about breaking your goals down into um, the SMART goal and SMART is an acronym for um, various different words that add up to SMART so the, the S is specific measurable, achievable, realistic and timely. And the idea is that if your goal, when you write it down, covers all of these things, you're more likely to be able to uh, bring it alive and make it happen. So, for instance, if we look at it in the context of of running and training, um, the specific element might be what, what is it you want to achieve? Is it distance? Is it time? Um, is it perhaps a, a, that you want to run an iconic race? Um, is it measurable? So how are you going to measure your progress? How are you going to know that you are making steady progress towards your goal? Is it achievable? I mean, that's a really important one as a runner. So, you know, it's no good saying I'm going to run an ultra run next month when you've never even run a marathon, for instance. Um, and also, is it realistic? Um, so you need to think about how are you going to fit it in um, to your uh, way of life um, and your other commitments like your work and your family life? And then timely, again, that fits into the achievable, you know, when do you want to achieve it by um, and uh, how you can work that into your goal too. So just remember that SMART acronym and that will help you um, explore your goal in a little bit more detail. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a it's a really motivational approach to um to setting goals and achieving goals as well. And like you said, Aileen, it's used in so many different walks of life, um, especially in the workplace. And lots of big businesses actually use this smart approach to achieve change within the workspace. And I also think by setting these achievable achievable goals, like you were speaking about in that SMART acronym, it can help create accountability as well. You know, you become accountable to yourself, but if you share your goals, you also become then accountable to others. You, You know, you might even engage a family member or maybe a buddy to achieve the goal with you and and for some people that might actually be preferable because it can help keep you motivated because it keeps you accountable and um, and I certainly find that if I share my intentions with someone I am much more likely to achieve them um, and and I 
I think this is um, this is about this accountability. And what about you, Aileen? Do you do you find that that approach works for you, sort of being accountable? Yeah, I do think that, um, you know, speaking your goal out loud and sharing it with people can help. And if you've got support from people in your circle, um, it can be really helpful, especially if it's a shared journey. Um, you know, so if it's somebody that's going to be doing that with you um, or if it's a friend or a family member who really understands why achieving this goal is so important to you. You know, so sometimes you know, we can embark on doing things and maybe our friends or our partner or our family are like, well, if you're going to do all of this, well, that's going to leave me short of time with you. Um, but if they really understand why you're doing it and what's motivating you and how much better you're going to feel by achieving it, then hopefully they're going to be more supportive of you and give you the time and space and the encouragement to keep going with with your training and and whatever uh, your, your health goal is too so yeah I think don't don't keep it secret share with people I think that would be a good idea yeah definitely I would agree with that okay so we've outlined the importance of goal setting in achieving that change that we want and that setting smart goals will help keep our goals manageable therefore much more achievable so let's now move on and introduce the big rock theory that I mentioned at the start and how it might help us all um, achieve our goals. So Aileen, you were actually the one who introduced me to this theory. So I just wondered if you could maybe tell the story that helps explain what it's about, what it means. Yes, of course. I think uh, many people might have already heard this story and I I'm afraid I can't say who it was who invented this, uh, but if you if you search on uh, Google or YouTube, you'll probably find lots of people who've done little videos about this. But the story is that uh, a teacher is um, talking to his classroom and um, he he's, has a, a jug and he, that he fills with big rocks and he asks the, the class, the pupils, is, is the jug full? Um, everyone in the class says yes. Um, so what he does then is add some pebbles to the jug. And he, he says again, you know, is the jug full? And the glass, the, the people in the classroom say yes. And he says, well, no, it's still not full. And then what he does is he adds some sand to the jug. And so what he's very simply um, demonstrating there is that the jug can be full of lots of things. So big rock the pebbles and the sand and he explains that the sands and the pebbles uh, represent the small daily tasks that we fill our lives with um basically if you do it the other way around and you put the sand in first you can't fit the big rocks in um so the idea is that you should put the big rocks in your jar which is your life and they should go in first and then um then add the sand and the pebbles around the big rock so the big rocks are the important things, really. OK, so what you're saying then, Aileen, is that if we start with our big rocks, we create room for what's important in our life. And then the sand and the pebbles can only fill the spaces in between or in, in, in our life. It might be the time that is left. But the big the main focus is our big rocks. 
Yeah, that's exactly that, Karen. Um, the big rocks are the sort of the things that I would describe as being the guiding principles or the non-negotiables in, in your life. And if you think about a rock, it's it's strong, it's stable, it doesn't move, it holds you in place. Um, so it is very much like the, your foundation. Um, and, you know, from any kind of point of view, either from a, a life point of view or from a health point of view, you should really be focusing on a maximum of three to five big rocks at any one time. And those rocks might change from year to year. Um, but, you know, there, there are things that you hold very dear that are very important to you. And from a health point of view, you should choose big rocks that are are underpinning to your health and fitness and your stress and your resilience because that's going to enable you to uh, live the life that you want. And from a running point of view, it's going to help you be healthy and fit uh, so that you can do the, the running that you want to do. Okay. Okay. So I, I get that. That makes sense. So what about the pebbles? What do What do they represent? Well, the pebbles matter. They are things that um, are important, but you can live without them. So um, in health terms, think of them as daily habits and choices. So, you know, a daily habit might be, you know, drink X amount of water a day. Um, so if you drank half the amount of water, it's not going to stop you from functioning, but it's maybe not going to be as good as it could be. Um, so that that would be an example of a, a pebble. And then thinking about the sand, the sands, you know, it depends how you look at it. You could say they're not really that important. It's the filler in life. So they're, they're, they're mundane tasks that can get in the way um, of you doing other stuff. Um, and especially, you know, when I said earlier, if you put the sand in first, there's no space for anything else. And I think that's quite common for a lot of people. They fill their lives with day to day activities and then there's no time for anything else. Um, but I think the thing is to remember that everybody's unique. So everybody's got different rocks, pebbles and sands. And that might change depending on, you know, what you require at different points of your your life. Mm, yeah I have to say I do like this concept it really kind of brings goal setting alive for me and uh, and also I think it's a great way of of prioritizing what is important in your life you know and like you say everybody is unique everybody's individual so they'll have different rocks pebbles and sands so so what's important to them will be will be individual so just to give everybody uh, an example I think it's quite good to give some examples of using Using this big rock theory let's look at our nutrition so just thinking about the, the big rocks it could be that your big rock is a balanced plate at every meal eating nine pieces of fruit and vegetables per day and then thinking about pre during and post run fueling so so these are the big rocks these are the non-negotiables that Ailey mentioned so they're important for health they're important for your running performance as well so um so they are strong they're steadfast they're not moving the pebbles now, remember, these are things that you, you can live without. So from a nutrition viewpoint, it could be eating ready meals or takeaway meals or eating out or maybe not eating enough, um, not eating enough and um, not having enough time to plan and prepare food because you're prioritizing other, prioritizing other things such as watching TV, completing the crossword, attending a club or going to the cinema, all nice things to do. 
but they're taking away time from you achieving your your um attaining your big rocks so alien that's the the big rocks and the pebbles could you maybe give us some examples of what could be um suggested as being the sand yeah well as i said earlier they're the kind of things the tasks in life which can fill up our lives and potentially not leaving enough space for focusing on the big rocks so they can be you know they're often necessary tasks you know things that we need to do like shopping and doing the housework doing admin tasks maybe walking the dog doing the ironing all the things that are necessary but they can eat up time and so as I said earlier if you fill your full day with sand uh, so all you're doing are all these tasks then there's not often sufficient time to spend on these big rocks uh, the, the big rocks that will help you achieve your goals. So the preparing meals for plate balance, um, maybe um, making sure that your food contains a rainbow of vegetables, for instance. So often if we if we just focus on the sand and we're too busy on the sand tasks, then the change doesn't happen that we, we really want. So, um, you know, it's like you say, quite important to think about what is the things that are really going to help you and focus on them before you do some of the other stuff yeah yeah so yeah it's so true and and I think it is so easy and sometimes it's it's a conscious thing people do sometimes it's an unconscious thing they do uh, is filling their 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 day with sand because sometimes it's it's sort of it helps they do it consciously because it helps put off the big the big rocks that they know they they they, they need to concentrate on um but it's sort of and it, it goes back to mindset and sort of shifting the mindset so but anyway that's just an introduction to the big rock theory and how it could help you to to sort of prioritize the goals that are important to you the non-negotiables going forward and then the other things around we need to sort of change to ensure that um, you can maintain those big rocks consistently and that's a theme that's feeding through this episode but that feeds through many of our episodes is that that the consistency of change so Aileen I think this might be an appropriate point to pause for a short advert break and then we can go on and discuss how to implement the big rock theory to help our listeners achieve their goals and create their change in a consistent way so I'm going to hand over to you. Okay, so so we've been talking about setting goals today and the importance of big rocks being non-negotiable. And and when they're non-negotiable, that means they're so important to you that you're not you're not going to be negotiated out of doing them. Um, so you're not going to choose to change them. And that's one of the um, areas that we actually focus on in our Healthy Woman Healthy Runner method. It's discussing and agreeing with uh, people on the program what their personal nutrition non-negotiables are because it's, it's really important to get them in place. Now you've probably heard us talking about the Healthy Woman Healthy Runner uh, method in the past and we designed this to empower women to take control uh, of their health and also to implement change which is going to support their health and running whilst they transition through midlife. Um, many women uh, share with us that they're unhappy with how they are going through the menopause transition. Uh, they talk to us about how they how they look and how they feel. And, and unfortunately, some people just seem resigned to it. And we hear them say things like, 
well, it's just the way it is or, well, it's the menopause. I've just got to put up with it. But we truly believe it doesn't have to be that way. And um, we, the Royal We, Karen and I, as a women of certain age, um, we we don't believe that to be true. And we think that all women, if they take a strategic approach to nutrition, as well as exercise and lifestyle choices, uh, they can flourish and they can enjoy their running and everyday lives through this midlife transition and beyond. So we think that the magic in our Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner method is how we deliver it. And at the core of every step in the program is that it's easy to implement. And we personally guide you through this simple 90-day step-by-step method. So if you're curious to know more, uh, we'd love to um, invite you to join our waitlist. And the waitlist gives you the opportunity to be first in line for special price offers bonuses and priority booking and we will be uh, sharing a little bit more with you over the next few weeks as we get ready to uh, open the doors uh, to the program um so we will put a, a link in the show notes so you can get on the wait list if it's something that's intriguing to you and, and you'd like to know more. And also, I just wanted to mention today that we have our next um, Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner free training coming up soon. Now, we've run this um, several times over the last couple of years and we get really good feedback on it. And um, during the training, we're able to give you more insights into the method and how it can support you through midlife. Uh, it also gives you an opportunity to ask questions um, about uh, the method as well as questions around your running and nutrition. So it's it's on Zoom and uh, it's a very um, informative and informal session. Uh, so we'd love you to join in. And if you'd like to be part of it, um, our next session is planned for the 1st of February. So not too long away. And um, again, we'll put a link in the show notes so you can register and uh, get the date in your diary and join us. It's um, on the 1st of February at 6pm UK time. Um, we really look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, thanks, Aileen. And yes, I, I like Aileen was saying, the free training events are always very well received and the attendees um, do seem to really enjoy having that space to learn more about the why of their menopausal symptoms and, and potentially how our method could help minimise or indeed alleviate them. So do join us on the 1st of February, like Aileen said, at six o'clock. Okay, so now let's move on and consider how to implement the big rock theory, really so that you can start to begin to achieve your 2023 goals. So we've mentioned a couple of um, big rock ideas and and what they could be linked to. So things such as your run training, could be your cross training or your strength training, uh, rest and recovery, could be around racing, nutrition and also mindset as well. And just remember that these are non-negotiable. They're um, important for your health and or your running performance. So um, so they're set in stone. And um, and you might just have one big rock or several that you would like to, to look at, to address, to, um, to put in place. So um, just keep that in mind at the moment. Yeah, there are a few things that you could think about or questions you'd like to answer um you know as a little bit of reflection which will help you um work out what your big rocks are 
Um, and we, we do cover this in the Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner method, but just to give everybody a little bit of insight. So the first question you might want to ask yourself is, what do you spend most of your current time on? And that might help you identify, A, what the sand is. So how much sand have you got in your life? And, and also it might help you focus on which areas of life could be more time efficient so that you can create more time to focus on your goal. And then moving on from that, you could then start thinking about what are the top three things that you would like to improve upon uh, regarding your performance, your fitness, health, nutrition. So it could be you know, any of the examples we've already shared, or maybe it's things like uh, run faster, have better endurance, have more energy, improve body composition, eat regularly. That's simple, but a powerful thing to do. Um, eat a, a rainbow daily, have plate balance at every meal. So you know, you, you might want to write a big long list and then shortlist it down to the top three things. And then out of the top three things, choose the one most important thing that you desire. And then think about what big rock would help you achieve that one thing. So it's a matter of, you know, looking at the bigger picture, thinking about everything and then really honing it down into the one thing that you desire and what your one big rock would be to help you achieving it. Um, and then the next step really is thinking about that big rock is what do you need to change to put that big rock in, in place? And it might be that you have to think about ditching some of the pebbles or the sand uh, so that you can find space for the big rock. Um, or, you know, a more positive way would be to think of the big rock and think about how you're going to build your routines around the big rock um, to you know fulfill all your responsibilities but maybe doing it in a in a slightly different way so one of the things that I was thinking Karen was uh, you know you were saying earlier about doing an example so so an example might be that somebody was an experienced marathon runner um, but they've always done it on the flat and they'd really like to change it up this year and maybe run more of a hilly marathon race or something a little bit challenging in a different way um, but to do that they know that they've got to improve their endurance and recovery in between training sessions so that you know they can enjoy their training but ultimately enjoy the race when it arrives and perform to the best of their ability so if we take that example and break it down to so the one thing they desire is to improve their endurance and maybe the one big rock which would be their guiding principle um, while they do the training is to follow uh, pre, during and post fueling for every long run so that over the course of their training period, they're mastering that technique and that's going to help them with their recovery and their endurance. Um, so they, they might, as part of that, have to consider what they would change or put into place to make that a reality so that they can actually achieve their goal. So mm. does that does that example help illustrate a little bit? Yeah, I think that's a really good example, Aileen, of what the desire is and then what the big rock is and then what would need to shift around that to make sure that they can maintain that big rock. So the big rock being the pre, during, post-fueling for every long run that they do. And I think, you know, these questions that you went through, Aileen, um, about what what they're concentrating concentrating on 
thinking about their top three desires and then narrowing that down. I think it's really important to try and buy into these questions and and determine why you want to achieve this goal. And then once you've determined and you're you're definite about why you want to achieve the the goal, then it's about making a commitment to yourself, you know, plan, schedule and practice. It's almost becomes like a ritual, plan, schedule, practice, plan, schedule, practice. And, um, and, and just remembering in that, that they're non-negotiable. It's an unshakable boundary. So every time you go out for that long run, you're thinking about what you need to eat before, what you're going to take with you, and then what you've got ready to eat once you've finished that, that, that long run. And then I think also that it's important to reflect after a period of time, reflect and determine if this walk is still serving you. Is it is it what you need to do? Do you need to change the the, the big rock in any way? Or do you continue as you are? So always a, a period of reflection. And again, that time scale can, is very individual, but just making sure that you take the time to reflect, continue or change that big rock. So I think there's lots there for everyone to think about regarding this big rock theory and how they could utilise it. But what about putting it into action? What small action could you do now to help you move forward towards attaining whatever your 2023 health, nutrition or running goals are? So, Aileen, I'm just wondering, do you have a suggestion for our listeners? What what action could they take now to to help move them forward? Well, yeah, I mean, I think a very simple action would just be to take five minutes now to consider what the rocks, pebbles and sands are at Sundays in your life. Um, you know, maybe you've got more pebbles and sand than rock. Um, so just, uh, you know, just brainstorm it, note it down on a piece of paper um, or on the notes section of your phone and just see what comes up for you um, and then reflect on it and work out, you know, go through that process that we talked about earlier, you know, working out what your big things are that you want and then maybe what rocks would help you. And I, I just wanted to sort of say that if anybody's coming up with, they know what their one big thing is uh, that they want to have, uh, and you're struggling to think, well, what what would be my rocks? Drop us a line or uh, jump into the Facebook group, which is Easy Nutrition for Healthy Runners Hub. Um, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll share a bit of a discussion there. And if you need some help with choosing your rocks, we can help. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all that needs to be done initially. It's an easy and fun thing to do. You don't have to make it big. You can do it in a few minutes um, and then you can start to plan the change that you want to happen so uh so yeah i think that sort of brings us to the end of today's episode karen um so a good way to to start the uh the new year um but could you just round up with our key key takeaways for this episode karen yeah sure alien so um, just to start with, just a reminder, you know, that a new year tends to be a good time to set new intentions. And it is a time for looking forward, not looking back. So 
Last year has gone. Let's look forward. Remember to include small steps towards reaching your ultimate goal, whatever you, the, your goal, your personal goal is. But remember, whatever your goal is, to keep it smart. So remembering that specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and timely approach to, to, to reaching your goals. Also think about the big rock theory and consider the big rocks, the pebbles and the sand in your life. Think about sifting out the sand that is getting in the way of you embarking on and attaining your big rocks. And remember, your big rocks are non-negotiable. Other things in life, so the pebbles and the sand, need to fit around your big rocks, not the other way around. And, and and this is what you need to have in place in order for, for the change that you want to be consistent and to be permanent. So those would be my key takeaways, Aileen. Excellent. That's really great, Karen. I'm going to go off and do that myself now and work <laughs> out what my big rocks are. So uh, thank you uh, for sharing that. And hopefully everyone's feeling inspired to embark on their 2023 journey of change. And remember, everybody, uh, don't let nutrition be the limiting factor in your running performance. Well, this brings us to the end of another episode of She Runs, Eats, Performs, brought to you by Runners Health Hub, helping female runners to be fitter, faster and stronger. We really hope you've enjoyed listening and you'll join us again soon. In the meantime, we'd be so grateful if you check us out on iTunes and leave a review. And once again, thanks for listening and do let us know if there are any topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Bye for now. We'd like to introduce you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear for Women's Changing Bodies, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. We think they have everything a female runner needs. First of all, they are high compression to support your legs and bum. They have a deep waistband so they stay up and they don't move about when you run. There's a handy left pocket for your phone and a zip pocket on the waistband which is great for your cards or a key. They also have a hidden tracker pocket for storing a GPS tracking device, and this is a unique safety feature. All Amazing Jane designs, including tanks and tops, are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. Karen and I have been trialing wearing their range for a few months, and we can happily recommend them. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners' special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Thanks again to Amazing Jane Activewear for being our show sponsor and for sharing discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases.